0: I miss that sexy smile You know we were a little late. We blame Deli for everything. So feel free to blame him in the chat, because that's what I do all day. It was my fault. It was Deli's fault. It really wasn't, but it makes me feel better to blame him. Welcome, everyone. I know you're really excited for today's show. Today is going to be spicy. Spicy. We're going to push the envelope here. We may get into trouble. Who knows? You know, I always do. And today I have Sneeko with me. <laughs> so we are guaranteed to me. make some waves. Um, so I'm going to tell you what we're going to talk about today. Then I'm going to tell you who the today Show is brought to us by, a partner that I love and a partner that I want you to give a shot. And then we're going to dig into this amazing interview with Sneeko. So first of all, what's coming up today? We're talking about censorship. We're going to dig into what just happened with Tucker Carlson over at Fox News, that firing, get Sneeko's opinion on that. I can't wait to talk to him about the Matrix's agenda modern women the death of masculinity is it dead is it dying do we need to be worried about that social contagion on TikTok and all that woke craziness that's going on the battle of good versus evil we're going to talk a little bit about religion and Sneeko's stand on that um, and he's come very far and done something pretty incredible in the last I don't know how long ago you converted but we'll get to that so I think that's really important um, we just did that whole show show on religion, as you all know, which you should go back and revisit if you didn't see it. I think it's really important considering what we're facing, what we're up against right now. We're going to talk about misogyny or should I say misogyny. You know it's not misogyny, but they love to say it. And there was a clip that went viral on just pearly things with Sneeko where he talked about he was vibrating misogyny apparently. We're going to get into that. Uh. Feminism <laughs> and so much more. So it's going to be a packed show. Chats will be $10 and up today. Um, either I'll read them or Deli will read them depending upon Depending upon my vision, to be perfectly honest with you, Deli, if I tell you I can't see him, you're going to read him. Thank you, Deli. So today's show, before we dig into what's going to be probably one of the best conversations that I've had here, today's show is brought to you by Aura. And this is really important stuff. I'm very, very excited to partner with Aura because I'm very concerned about your financial stability, your financial security. I want you to protect yourself and your family. We know the Matrix doesn't like financial security and financial protection. Well, I'm here to help you. If you ever had your credit card stolen, if you've ever known someone who had their identity stolen, it is a nightmare. It can throw your entire life into upheaval. I don't want that to happen to you. I, myself, had my credit card stolen. It was weeks of aggregate aggravation. You're always waiting for the next pin to drop. You're Like It's like a domino effect that just kind of wrecks your life and can wreck your credit and can wreck your finances. So be very, very careful. This identity theft is getting increasingly common. What is Aura? Aura protects you from scammers and hackers by scanning the so-called dark web, you know, where they do all the nasty stuff, where criminals sell stolen information looking for your emails, your passwords, your social security numbers. It alerts you fast if it finds anything, so you don't have to stress, it takes a huge burden off your shoulders. certainly did for me. It gives you real-time alerts on suspicious credit inquiries. Like if someone was opening a loan or a credit card in your name and it wasn't you, you're going to find out or it's going to let you know. Their VPN allows you to stay anonymous online. We love our privacy. By keeping your browsing history and your personal information safe and encrypted, we all know privacy is dying in the age of the matrix, we can't have that. So we're here to protect you. They protect your devices from viruses. It even helps you if you've got kids out there to manage what your kids are watching, what your kids are doing on their devices. You can restrict certain apps. You can set screen time limits. You can just have some control, some parental control over what's going on in your house. Their password manager lets you store and access your online passwords securely. Let Aura do the hard work for you. Life is hard, right? You can't be worrying about this stuff. So here's what I have for you. You are going to get a special uh, two-week offer, two-week free trial. Go on there. The link is going to be in the description. We're going to put it in there. All work if you're listening. Put it in the description and also put it in the chat for everyone. It's going to be Aura.com backslash Jedediah. And let Aura show you how many times your passwords are on the dark web. Your passwords that you think are safe, that you use for your bank accounts online, that you use for your social media, whatever it may be, find out today if they're compromised. If they are compromised, fix it and let Aura be your partner in protecting your financial security, your online security, and your privacy. So hit up that link. You have nothing to lose. You have everything to gain. All right. We're getting back to the show now.
1: Okay. That was Nico, good You are good you. at uh, promoting.
0: Ah, thank you. Thank you very much. I will take the compliment. I did tell Sneeko that I had uh, several hamburgers before three. I came on. Yeah, like three y- y'all know y'all know that I love my beef. The audience knows. I love the jerky. I just said I love my beef. That's going to be cut and someone's <laughs> going to do something with that. I love the jerky. <laughs> I do. And I'm gearing up for a 72-hour fast, which I'm going to be a big coward and cry baby about. So I have to I'm like, you know, the bears, you have to store up.
1: Why are you doing this fast?
0: Because I had a mold exposure recently and it caused like so much inflammation in my body and I work with all these like um functional medicine, people who aren't traditional medicine doctors, and they said, you gotta get the inflammation down, so we're gonna, we're gonna put you on a fasting schedule, we're gonna try a 72-hour, and I was like oh.
1: You give me unvaccinated vibes.
0: Oh, I'm unvaccinated. Okay. Oh yeah, I wasn't getting that thing. You couldn't have paid me enough. In fact, they tried to pay me to get it because, really? oh yeah, because I was gonna work in um, network TV and do a whole bunch of stuff, and there was a lot of money on the table, but I was like, it's not gonna be any good if I'm dead, so I passed.
1: I think that that should be an alarm for most people that celebrities are getting deals they're getting brand deals just like how you promoted uh, or in the beginning you can get a brand deal for the vaccine for (laughs) for health that that's they're promoting it on instagram michael phelps did a whole uh, promotion for pfizer celebrities are on tv doing commercials like got milk got the vax it's it's the same things i think that should just set off alarm bells in people's heads Uh, i like actually what RFK Jr is promoting right now. He's he's running as a Democrat, but he's he even came out and said that climate change has been exploited to further the the new global agenda. And like a Democrat is talking against climate change. He's talking against the the vaccine. He's talking against big pharma. It's very funny that the liberals went from being the ones who were anti-establishment to now agreeing and nodding their head and injecting everything that they tell you to do.
0: Yeah, and it's interesting because I want to talk to you about your upbringing because New York used to be a rebellious place. I always said like New York to me always had a vibe and we have a lot of years between us. You're 24, right? Mm -hmm. So I have 20 years on you. Um, So we have a big age gap here. But for me, New York was like a rebellious place. Like it was Like you went to New York if you were going to be an artist, an actor, if you were going to challenge the system. And now it's just a bunch of robots walking around like, oh, here, you need me to get a vaccine to walk in and, you know, eat a sandwich. Sure. You know, oh, I have to, you know, get a vaccine to show up at work. Sure. So it's been totally compromised. And I I agree. The Democrats used to be a party that used to pride themselves on, like, challenging these big institutions. And now they're just like, oh, pharma is just one of us. It's interesting. So you like RFK?
1: I don't know if if I like him yet, but at the same time, like I I like Trump a lot. But you have to be a little bit critical of what he's done. He's using like twenty twenty talking points from the Democratic Party, talking about like the stopping the spread and the death count stuff like that. Like this is so dated. Who's giving you these ideas about like he's criticizing DeSantis because the death count in Florida was high? My numbers were like, what are you talking about? RFK is just saying it how it is. This was used to sell more vaccines. Big Pharma took advantage of this. Like he's. Yeah, Trump was actually pushing the lockdown, and he's taking pride. He's like, he thinks the vaccine was good. So Mm -hmm. I I do like him, but I completely disagree with him on that. So RFK, uh, he talks a little weird. I don't like his voice. (laughs) It's uh, it's a little (laughs) Biden-y, but I'm listening. I'm I'm paying attention to him. I like him.
0: Yeah, I think it's good nonetheless, and I'm not a Democrat, and there's probably a bunch of stuff he and I would disagree with on big government, um, but... I like that he's challenging the system, you know, like no one is brave enough to challenge pharma ever. You know, they always kowtow out pharma because pharma gives so much money to everyone. I mean, even Trump got a bunch of donor money from from Pfizer.
1: So Yeah, and if you were getting deals if they were offering you deals like at Fox News, was that where it was? No,
0: but it was it was not. I was at Fox I, I left Fox News, but I I had um, an opportunity to do a bunch of stuff with the view at ABC, but I had to get the vaccine. And I was not going to get the vaccine. And they wanted so. to pay you. How
1: much were they going to well, pay Well, you
0: get paid. You get paid. Even if you show up to guest host on The View, you get paid. Okay. So um, there were a lot of talks going on behind the scenes about a lot of things. And there was money on the table and also a big book promotion because I had a book that came out. My they my whole book tour got destroyed because I couldn't go on any of the network television spots that I had scheduled. And I just refused because I said, you know what? Like the book was called Dear Hartley. It was a book to my son. It was the most important thing in the world like I adore him more than life itself and I said ultimately one day I need to be able to tell my son that I didn't compromise my principles on something that I knew I knew it was right not to get this shot Mm -hmm. It's going to be more important that I held true to that than that I went on some book tour, got a vaccine, and promoted a book with his face and you on could, the cover. you can see
1: how you're, you're radiating more. You're happier that you suck to your principles yeah. and you did the right thing. Like you said that you're you're, you're 20 years older than me. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that. Usually, like if you look at the women on the View, they're probably making like they have more deals and they go on more tours, mm-hmm. but they have like a vaccinated face. <laughs> They smell like mRNA, and it's just like... And they gawk and squeal like birds. It's not not conducive to a happy life. So it's good that you stuck to your principles.
0: I think it's just, you know, so many people who work in corporate media, they're puppets and it eats away at you on the inside. I mean, I also worked at Fox and we'll talk about Tucker in a second, but you had there was a line that you couldn't cross. You know, it was always like you couldn't talk about this. You could talk about this but not this. And there's so many restrictions that the reason they look like their faces are about to burst is because they're trying to walk a tightrope of pleasing corporate, pleasing pharma, pleasing donors and it's I just never I never played that game. I lost two jobs, but I was like, at the end of the day, like I need to be able to sleep at night. Like right. I need to be able to like look at my child and feel good about what I'm teaching him.
1: Yeah, that's the dilemma nowadays. It's is it your child or a book tour? And I think a lot of people will take the vaccinated book tour mm-hmm. over over their child. But ultimately, like you're going to be happier with the family, and you're going to be happier caring for the future and, and staying to what you believe in. Like, like Rachel Maddow, for example, the MSNBC. She just like mm-hmm. it's like she's <laughs> malfunctioning when she's mm-hmm. like. Yeah. She, sure, you make a lot of but there's no way you sleep properly like you must have nightmares about big pharma storming into your house (laughs) i don't want to ever live like that and you're right about new york city one in four people there you can't even tell what gender they are Mm -hmm. that was the reason i left a little over six months ago and when you walk around in manhattan you're just like these lumpy people and they have dyed hair and they got a bunch of like rings and stuff and they have a rainbow patch and then there's like a blm shirt and you yeah you don't know what they are it's like this they something Mm -hmm. you don't want to you don't want to misgender them because you're gonna end up in a tiktok (laughs) right you will too and they're just you don't they're just (laughs) blobs of human with a bunch of colors and it has nothing to do with like homophobic it's like what are you why, why are you doing and they, they all think that they're rebelling like i'll be in a coffee shop in, in brooklyn for example and then you could there's like a dude in a dress and he's looking around at everybody in the shop like L- do they see how different i am like it's just I, you you're hairy and you're wearing a pink <laughs> dress this is just an unsightly I, i'm just trying to drink coffee and it's like i'm making a statement mm-hmm. No one cares. No one. Mm. No one cares. But.
0: So why did you? Now you're from where exactly in New York?
1: I was born in Manhattan, grew up in Brooklyn a little bit. Uh, park Slope, actually, same, yeah. same neighborhood. Oh but, really? Yeah. Uh, like
0: right? We we. I grew up. So my grandparents lived in Park Slope. I grew up in Staten Island, but my grandparents lived right next to the park. So we in Park Slope, like right. You know, right by Prospect Park. Is that where you were?
1: No, closer to um, uh, Prospect Heights. Oh, okay, cool. So I mostly grew up in New Haven, Connecticut.
0: Okay, so yeah. and then me in Staten Island as well. And I'm curious, like. You left New York, you said six months ago. Did so? You stayed through the mandates.
1: I was in there for the the. This is the epicenter of the virus. I was there walking around like back when I was still on tube on this this website that banned me. I was still. I went into Times Square and was filming videos, and I was the only one in Times Square. Mm. Like, imagine how surreal. That's like some GTA <laughs> right. activity to be like the only one here. I we grew up in like the ball drop. Everyone's flooded. You can't even move. You're like packed in like a sardine, mm-hmm. and then I walk into. Um, Uh, Grand Central and I'm the only one in Grand Central filming and it's just it's absolutely surreal so I was there when it was the epicenter where people didn't even want to walk outside because they thought that they would like it would, would fly into their face where we had this perception that people were like Piling bodies into the ambulance. I was there through the thick of it when people that was the, the worst. Yeah. Like people evacuated, people left. I was there when they were like banging pots and pans out the window, me too, like me seven too. p.m. something. <laughs> me too, like too. What, what, what are you, these people doing? And that was a, a big, big wake-up call. Um, did
0: you buy the story ever? Were, did, were you? Did you buy the fear in the beginning?
1: No, I, I I naturally didn't. I had this video right when it, it became the epicenter, right after it came from China. It, the first place was New York City. And they're like, it's starting to spread here. And I'm like, this is whatever. This, they they, they want to sell vaccines. Immediately, that's like, this is the next yeah. step. So I did this video in Washington Square Park. And I'm just interviewing people. And I'm wearing like a hazmat suit as a joke. <laughs> not wearing a mask. Just talking to people. Like, whatever. And then everyone uh, progressively got more scared and more scared. And I was living with my girlfriend at the time. And she was ah, ah, And I was like, okay, I'll just... And then I I did quarantine. Um, Mm -hmm. I never really was scared of it. But I did, I did quarantine and I did stay inside. I'm like, okay, be a good boy.
0: Right. And I did too. I did too. I mean, I I had to apologize to the audience because I was just, I had just had a baby. My, um, I had, you know, gone through pregnancy, delivered the baby. He was like five weeks old when it hit. I was not in my right head because I was so protective of him. Like the maternal instinct was like beyond control. There was this like weird thing hitting New York. And I was like, I have this infant, you know, I, I went nuts. I actually was washing the wool. I'm not kidding, and I told the audience that you know I quarantined myself. My husband was completely cool, calm, and collected the whole time. Thank God for him; mm-hmm. he was like a rock, and I was just like throwing myself on the you floor in anxiety. I was a mess. I was an emotional wreck, yeah. um, scared but never scared enough. Like by the time the mandates and the vaccine came out, I was like, "Oh, I'm not getting that." Yeah, you after know? two
1: months, I was like, "Okay, this is yeah, bullshit." Yeah, but-, but
0: I, I, I worked from home. I stayed home way too long. Um, I had them set up a studio in my house. They were doing that for everyone at the time, but I just bought the fear for way too long. And what I saw throughout that, interestingly enough, this can go over to another topic, but there were so many men that, did, that were terrified. Like I saw these big, strong, tough guys, you know, that I thought were going to be like, oh, these would be our front lines of defense if anything ever happened crumble. And I'm not just talking about, oh, there's a quarantine. Okay, I'll stay in my house. I'm talking about double masked, vaccinated, rushing to get the vaccine, not asking any questions, obeying the mandate, being afraid to go out. And it scared me as a female because I looked around and I was like, where are all the guys? Where are all the men that question that, you know, stand up for this stuff? Did you at any point look around you and see the way men were behaving, and I have a different standard for men than women, because I agree with you that women are more emotional, which is different. Did you look around and at, at all feel concerned about that at any point?
1: Yes, I thought it was pretty predictable. There were a lot of people that surprised me by it, and you can see that they all regretted uh, how they acted. Mm-hmm. You don't see anybody who was stayed unvaccinated, like, I wish <laughs> I took it. There's not mm-hmm. one pe- person mm-hmm. who says that. There's a lot of people who regret no. taking it and regret buying into the fear. But you don't see the reverse. And I would say, like, there was an example of how women are more easily programmed than men, how they can be manipulated by fear and emotions, mm-hmm. like how you were an emotional 100%. wreck. And I would say that I was, like, pretty level-headed, but my girl was, like, panicking, so I'm like, okay, fine. Like, I just didn't want her to, to freak out too much. Yeah, I, and I, I like to see, uh, there's a lot of, like, TradCon women on Twitter saying, like, I need an unvaccinated man because I need to protect my kids, all this, which oh, I think yeah. it, I would it's ne- good. There's a lot of women that I talk to that say that it's extremely unattractive the fact that they would let the government that they would buy in so easily because in a sense it is a submission you're let it you're letting the government penetrate you well it's they also like you didn't enter. ask you
0: don't know what's in it like if you i always say to people okay you you made a decision you got this you know injection okay it's up to you i'm a big believer in freedom so do what you want to do to your own body but tell do you know what's in it and they're just like
1: no, 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 just and it's the like, science.
0: So I say all the time, like, even people who read food labels, like, I love these people who are like, oh, my diet's all organic and, you know, nothing packaged and this, that, and I am that person. So, you know, no criticism on that. But they do that. And then they're like, oh, pharma, whatever you got, you know, like whatever's in your cocktail. So, you know, I think that in a, in a man. That's just unattractive to me because, like, you're supposed to be right. rational. You're supposed to be our rock when thinker, we need it. Right.
1: All these farmer's market people that care about, like, raw milk and the right food, they just immediately bought into this. <laughs> right. But we're seeing it right now exposed in real time. I'm not sure if this will get you in trouble on YouTube, but the Epstein documents are being released, and mm-hmm. they're showing that a lot of scientists were compromised on the island. And mm-hmm. you could see why everybody was saying trust the science and why all these scientists that we never heard the names of were right. all pushing this and all saying that this is good and then the select few that actually did have a lot of credibility they would go on podcasts and they would get censored and they would get banned saying actually don't right. th- we don't know anything yet right this is not proof that it actually resists the, the virus mm-hmm. but they were all silenced they were all banned and th- before elon took over twitter there wasn't a lot of discourse about that because immediately when you started speaking against that they silenced you right but Now we're seeing why so many scientists bought in, because they went to an island, they probably got compromised on film doing disgusting, satanic acts, and (laughs) then they had to go do this, and they basically submitted to... The, the bigger agenda.
0: And even, you know, if you're sitting at home, you disagree with Sneeko on what he just said, whatever. I mean, even if, e- regardless, there were doctors who were compromised because they had a financial investment in people making that decision. You know, the, the big pharma came and they gave a lot of financial incentives. Doctors knew that they were going to be censored online if they didn't, you know, toe a certain line. Speaking of censorship, I do want to ask you about Tucker Carlson. That was a huge news story that hit the last couple of weeks. Is he going to come
1: to and I saw the $100 million I dollar offer. I don't
0: know. Don't know what he's gonna do. Big I offer mean, here he
1: should. I-, I think he should come to rumble. Tucker, you're welcome. To, you're welcome on Rumble. <laughs>
0: did they make an offer yet? We don't even know. I actually, can't, I don't it's want not all public. That. I don't want to it's speak not, it not all public. Po- listen, I'm sure Tucker has offers going in left oh, and right because he's brilliant at what he does. And frankly, I've said this here. I said this before. Uh, the PBD offer went in. He he truly doesn't need anyone. He's a rock star in his own right. And maybe he'll start his own media company. I don't know. I don't know what decision he'll make. But um, he's going to have offers coming in from tons of great people. What did you make when when you heard that he
1: had been fired? What did you think immediately? I thought it was... It was, I was expecting that to happen. I say, I really liked him for the past couple months. A lot of the interviews did. I think he did a great interview with Ye, uh, which I was Mm -hmm. really surprised. Like in the mainstream news, he's letting Ye talk about the media and who controls everything. And he's just like listening. And then he had Andrew Tate on. And I'm like, really? Mainstream Mm -hmm. guy on Fox News? Like, mainstream media sucks. (laughs) I actually like everything this guy's saying. And then he had Trump on and he's letting him speak. He had good conversation with a lot of really good people. And I'm like, well, I actually like this guy and I hate mainstream media. So when they ban him, I'm like, yeah. That makes figures. sense, and then now he's starting to talk about like nine eleven and uh, <laughs> right. the Building Seven, which I is like that. is he is he based now? Is he actually? <laughs> and I do think like even though he's in his fifties, he's finally starting to to look at everything. And I like his his self reflection. A lot of people don't have the introspection, the introspection, and are self critical enough to be able to look back at themselves and think maybe I was wrong, maybe I was. I maybe I believe that the news was supposed to inform the people when in reality the news is just designed to keep people indoctrinated. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he reflected and he was able to change and, and see that he made mistakes, engaging in pointless debates, pushing a narrative that was that was sold to by by bigger governments, by bigger agendas. Yeah. I really appreciate that he was able to to be like I regret doing this. Yep. I regret buying this, and even at his age, because you see a lot of people like at a certain age they they kind of get stuck in their ways. Um, a lot of like our grandparents, pretty much, though, like oh, vaccine, like the stickens, They're not going to really be able to question their beliefs because at a certain age, like you can't teach old dogs new tricks. Mm-hmm. They they believe one thing and they stick to that. But Tucker, I'm like at 50 years old, he's looking at building seven.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good. Well, he may have been looking at it for a long time too, and he was trapped in a machine. Um, and I'm sure he was doing what he could, like as you said, even with being trapped in that machine, he was doing these interviews with, you know, Trump and Andrew Tate. And so he was pushing the envelope behind the scenes editorially for a long time, probably. Um, But now that he's uncuffed and I've been in that position, you know, I've been in that position and it's very hard because you're so used to it. You're used to the corporate media grind. It's all you know. And when you're uncuffed all of a sudden, you're like, oh my gosh, I just feel like an enormous weight has been lifted and you just feel a different level of freedom. So even if your mind was going into different places before it's like all of a sudden you can you publicly can speak in a way that you feel more comfortable than ever and sometimes it does take saying i'm wrong and, a, and kind of like i said i apologize to the audience for my you know early covid stuff because who wants to listen to a commentator or somebody like you and me if we can't you know have some humility in the
1: process right that's very human to admit fault and to to grow in real time and to learn things in real time because nobody knows everything mm-hmm. i think that mainstream media and a lot of people who have podcasts and who have a voice, they enter it thinking, I know everything. Right. This is my worldview. This is the point of view. And I'm sticking to it. I know the the truth. But the truth is always it's very... You don't know everything. You're never going to know everything. So mm-hmm. it's good to admit when you've made mistakes. It's good to to listen and to try to take in new information. A lot of people are not capable of doing that because they don't like to adjust their worldview. That's that's a rare trait to find mm-hmm. in people.
0: So do you think when you look at the firing of Tucker Carlson and you look at Andrew Tate's uh, house arrest was just extended for another month, this is like yeah. endless it seems with no charges being filed. It's Definitely. utterly ridiculous. But when, you, when we talk about the matrix, do you believe that it's the same powers that be that are active forces that want people like, simultaneously like Tucker Carlson and Andrew Tate silenced? Is it the same umbrella matrix that wants them shut up?
1: Yeah, it's a select few. I mean, greed controls the world. Money controls the world. So it's the greediest people at the top who have the most amount of money who are making these decisions. And when you start inspiring people, when you start speaking out against that, they just pull the plug on whatever you have to your, your livelihood.
0: We talk about the matrix a lot here. I talk about the three-letter organizations, the WEF, the WHO, the CDC, the FDA, all of that, and how none of them have people's best interests at heart. They're all pharma allies, you know, one world government, the Uniparty, um, all of that stuff. What do you, when you talk about the matrix, what do you think is the deepest threat coming from that? Is it, you know, central bank digital currencies? Is it the climate agenda? What do you think is their next big focus or their most dangerous focus when it comes to
1: people? Yeah, we're on YouTube, so I I can't really uh, go fully in. I don't want to get you. Even just
0: in general, you know, if you your your sense of where I think
1: it's a spiritual warfare. I think okay. if you look past it, like there's all these organizations like what Bill Gates is doing with the farms. You can look at WEF. You can look at the the globalist agenda, everything that we've talked about so far. But overall, I think the way to encompass it is to say that it's a spiritual warfare. It's them trying to destroy your soul. And I, I genuinely believe that the the richest people and the people that are implementing these, implementing everything that's going on, it's satanic. I literally think it's evil. I think these people are controlled by Satan, and that's why they want to remove religion. They don't want us to have families. They want us to be sterile. They don't want us to be in control of ourselves. They don't want us to have a fam- They don't want us to be happy. They want us to take antidepressants. I, I see everything that's going on. Everything with the global agenda. It's a battle of good versus evil. So when you start to look at it from that lens and how it's a war for your soul, then you can you can you start to see through a lot of the a lot of the programming. But Mm -hmm. I I think it's, it's that serious.
0: I love that you went there because we did a show the other day about the battle of good versus evil. I think some people thought I was insane because I was just bridging the gap and showing things like, you know, the music industry's embrace of the satanic on stage, Sam Smith, you know, all of these... Artists are it's now not just face. openly, they're not, they're not trying to hide it. They're no. saying, here it is, front and center, the glorification of the devil, um, all of that. And I think there's been something deeply demonic about a lot of policies that seek to control people. I mean, mandates, telling you what you can, you can't have any bodily autonomy. I mean, these, this is deeply dark stuff going on. Um, so we, we did cover that. It, did that have some role in your conversion to Islam that you saw what was going on and wanted to find God at a deeper level?
1: Yeah, I see it as the the only logical explanation for how the world exists. There must be a creator, and I think there's one creator, and then how we worship that creator should just be submission to one, and I don't think that we should worship any man. But at the same time, everything that's in the Quran has pretty much manifested in real life, and it, it fixes all these problems when it comes to the music programming. Like in the Quran it says that you're not supposed to listen to music. And if you listen to anything on the radio, it's promoting murder, it's promoting promiscuity, wh- um, horror behavior. It's disgusting. Like, even I was listening to the song uh, by Bruno Mars. Today I don't feel like doing anything. <laughs> like, it's just promoting being a lazy piece. of Right. I don't useless. want it, nothing at all. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, and you're right. like, yeah, nothing. I want to do nothing. <laughs> right. All of it, yeah. when you start to realize, like, all this music is programming. Mm-hmm. And the Quran fixes the, the gender problem, the masculinity problem. It fixes uh, the family problem. And when you, when you don't submit to Allah, you're going to end up submitting to someone else. You're going to end up submitting to the government, which most people do. This is why we are so easily convinced by this, because people like the strong men that you're criticizing for believing this, if they don't have a strong sense of of belief, yeah. they're going to submit to something, and that most of the time ends up being the government. They're the ones in charge, and that's mm-hmm. how you get injected. That's how you you take something you don't even know what it is. That's how you listen to everybody. That's how you are controlled constantly by fear. If you are not controlled by something greater than you, something like something like God, something else is going to substitute that. So even if you if you have a hard time believing it, if you think it's a book that's that's written by a man, whatever, it's a choice to make. Would you rather submit to the creator or would you rather submit to the government? Mm-hmm. And I, I would choose the the creator
0: when you talk about you know the darkness that's coming out in terms of policies in terms of the agenda the good versus evil i'm seeing a lot of that manifest on tiktok i mean tiktok is a deeply 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 dark space and you see this social contagion where you have a lot of young people who are very lost maybe they're not religious they're not finding that stability in god instead what they're looking and saying well i'm lost i'm upset i'm hurting I'm a girl, maybe I'm a boy. Oh, this person said that the answer to this is to mutilate myself. So now that, that oh, let me do that and then I'll feel better about myself. What do you think about that? Yeah, What's going that, on with young
1: people? That's submission to the woke agenda. They're confused, they're depressed, they're on their phone all day, they're just looking at celebrities, looking mm-hmm. at dancing, they look at people more successful who are better looking than them. They get upset, they don't know where to go to. And so then they offer this thing, uh, some dude will go on a screen, like a trans guy with a beard and makeup, hey kids. Mm-hmm. cut off your parents, join my Patreon. And then they watch this guy, okay. Well, and he's giving him comfort. He's making them feel right. good. This he, she, whatever is like luring them in. And now I saw some statistics saying that like 20% of Gen Z doesn't even identify as straight anymore. Mm-hmm. Like 3% of American high school girls say that they are trans. This is not normal at all. And it has nothing to do with homophobia, transphobia. There's no way that that's possible, that this amount of people are queer, or different, are or, or not mm-hmm. even the correct gender that they were born as. Mm-hmm. So that that's become the new religion. Yep. Wokeism, feminism, this whole thing has become people's worldview, their ideology. And it's, it's pretty much consumed them. When you go to a pro, if you see the protests, like, like the climate change protests, Black yeah. Lives Matter, or these trans protests, these people are like dressed up like dogs and like crawling on the floor and they're barking and screaming. Like they don't even want to engage in a conversation. They just start screaming. Mm-hmm. And if you start to question them, they, they just get upset. You can ask them like, uh, what do you think about Trump or Biden? Trump? Trump's racist. Okay, How is he racist? I'm not having this conversation they just want <laughs> and they're Cause, so cause there's mad no answer. because they're consumed mm-hmm. by this ideology and the my whole purpose of my stream is, is to tell these people that that woke ideology was not given to you because they care about you. Mm-hmm. It wasn't designed to be inclusive, to be more accepting. It wasn't designed out of love. It was designed out of hate to keep you controlled, to keep you constantly depressed, to keep you poor, to keep you childless, and to keep you as a slave. Mm-hmm. It was not meant, like, they, they'll use love as, as like, oh, love wins, they'll use love as a lie because they think that they're doing the right thing. Like, look how inclusive we are. It's not about inclusivity. Actually, those are the most, they always talk about fascism. They're some of the most fascist people. Oh, yeah, They That's don't a- want free speech. They genuinely want you to be censored. They celebrate. AOC says mis- uh, misinformation should be banned. I'm glad that Tucker got banned because hate speech is bad. Mm-hmm. They do not want to engage in conversation, which is more fascist than anything that they That's right. They call fascist.
0: That's right. I mean, wokeism is a religion into, unto itself. I mean, liberalism, the, these people just bow down to, to the woke because they don't. They're, they're missing direction. Right. And there are a lot of people in this country who are more than happy to have government tell them what to do. They don't want that autonomy. They, it's, it's, it's hard harder to run your own life. You know, you you are then responsible for your own actions, for your own decisions, for your own consequences. That's a more difficult path than it is to just lean on mommy and daddy government and say they're going to take care of it. They're going to take care of me. They know best. Oh, I'll trust Big Pharma, you know, stick whatever in my arm. I'm fine. Um, so there's an increasing number of people that just I don't know what's happening in terms of the breakdown of the family, really, in terms of the role there. But it could be it could be that, you know, the breakdown of the family is playing a, a key role in that as well, because they're missing that Hardcore parental unit, and they're going out into the world feeling lost and afraid. Um, you mentioned feminism. I, I want to get to you. You became you know, famous, I guess we could say in this space, talking about
1: traditional gender roles. I've been talking about that since like 2015. For, I saw a video for, of you today, yeah. by the way, that you posted where
0: you're like, it's like mini sneaker. You were so young.
1: I've been doing it for a long time.
0: You were like, I just got 5,000 subs and you're like a little munchkin up a How old were you in that video? I think I was
1: like 15. Oh, for, so 14. cute. It's
0: like the cutest. Oh my God. It's like little <laughs> mini sneaker. It's like, I just got 5,000 subs and I know I should. Very, very. I've I didn't been at know. it for a long time. You have been at it for right. a long time um, and you've been Deplatformed on YouTube and where else? deep? Who else?
1: Twitch, uh, TikTok, Twitter. Got the Twitter back thanks to Elon. Okay,
0: but, yeah. so and, and just on that note, before we get to feminism, you were deplatformed. For people out there who are worried about that, who are worried about the censorship, what's your message to them? Just how come has to life? Rumble.
1: Just come to Rumble.
0: But how like, has life been? Because the, the message is, oh, you'll never, you'll never be able to make money there. You'll never oh, yeah. be able to get your like, message out. A
1: lot of people tell telling me like, oh, Sneeko needs to get a job now. needs to.
0: So clarify that. Even
1: my family was like, oh, time to get a job. Really? genuinely yeah um, people were like oh he's gonna go broke like some people who are like watching but hate watching there's a lot of people that do that they're right. like haha yeah now what happened to the Matrix stuff and then but you're able to survive it I'm, I, I would say that I'm more my voice is more prominent now than it has been even when I had YouTube mm-hmm. uh, because you're you, you kind of get martyred in a sense. And so mm-hmm. I can do these guest appearances and say what I have to say. Um, it, my life has is, is actually been better since the, the deep platforming. And it, it lifts the weight off your shoulders. It's probably the same feeling you got when you left mainstream yeah. media. You get to just be like, huh, now I need to I, I don't need to say the V word instead of vaccine anymore. Now I can actually talk about what's going on. I don't need to like, I hate the constant thinking, well, is this okay? Is this? You just let go of all that bot malfunctioning and then that Rachel Maddow just leaves you. And then look at me, like I'm just... I'm happy. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, that's good to hear. And I think it's good for a lot of folks at home who are contemplating, like, can I, you know, break this censorship model? Is it scary? You know, just break away from the fear. Honestly, you've got to. at the end of the day. you got to be able to speak your mind or you've got nothing left. I mean, you what? can't
1: let them control you. I think Tucker's happier now than he was at Fox. News. Oh, yeah. And, um, Tucker's
0: very happy. <laughs> he's living his best life. Do I'm sure know I do know him. I worked with him. I actually worked for him when I first got into this business. He uh, I don't know if you know about anything about The Daily Caller, but he ran a publication called The Daily Caller at the time I wrote for that publication. I hosted with him on Red Eye a bunch of times. We were co-panelists. I actually took, he hosted Fox & Friends Weekend before I did. So, But I've been on with him a bunch. Um, He's a very funny, very likable, very entertaining. What you see in those leaked videos of him, that's just him. He's a funny, like, you know, kind of that crazy laugh he has. It's all authentic. um, And definitely always was somebody who behind the scenes was pushing the envelope. So it didn't surprise me at all that he got fired. Um, I can tell you that right now, he's probably fishing somewhere, laughing, watching every leak video come in, being like, yeah, I knew they would leak that. You know, everybody who's miked on camera, who's worked in television, know that once they stick the mic on you, what you say can get anywhere. You know, any any little person, we'll any, anyone, anyone, right, the dual live, any, any person there who's, you know, trying to trap you can. So he knew full well when he was talking and all those clips that you see that... You know, something could go south and that would get leaked out. He's a smart, very, very,
1: very, 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 very smart guy. One Um, of the main criticisms, before you go into the next topic, one of the main criticisms I've seen from the people who are really far right is his take on white identity. And he basically said that people shouldn't embrace, he said that in the future, people are going to start embracing white identity and that's a bad thing, that's evil, that's racist. And he basically disavowed anybody who wants to hold on to their their white identity. Hmm. Do you think that, is the right or the wrong thing to I'd promote. have to
0: hear how he said it. I don't and know exactly well, how he yeah, said it. Yeah, I'd have I'm, to hear I'm how kidding. he said it in the context. But I know from my work with him and something I do all the time is we always talk about identity politics and how the left always wants to paint you as, you know, a black man or a Hispanic woman or uh, everything is about... The identity politics, young man versus women. And they do that to pin people against each other when oftentimes a lot of what people are going through and struggling through. We have a lot of commonalities, right? Like if you're if you're struggling to put food on the table for your family, whether you're black, you're white, you're man, you're woman, whatever you may be, that struggle has a lot of shared. Struggle, <laughs> You know, so I think I think he probably for years publicly was battling this identity politics of the left. I'd have to hear that. But I'm interested now that you brought it up. I'll go back. I'll take a listen um, to see what he said on that. He gets a lot of criticism. I mean, he, he gets criticism because I think he is willing to go back and say I was wrong, even on the Iraq war. He was somebody who one. was, you know, very pro this and pro that when it came to heavy military involvement, came back and said, this was not worth it. We were lied to. We were manipulated. Um, he probably made the military industrial complex very angry um, at Fox News. And I'm sure they butted heads on many things that, you know, I'm sure the vaccine and the coverage of that vaccine did not go as planned. I'm sure he would have liked to have dug deeper into that. Um it, it, it's a constant battle when you work in those structures, even more so than on like a YouTube, which we're on right now, or social media. Um, it's a constant battle in corporate because they get so much pharma money mm-hmm. and they get so much, you know, money and a lot beyond money, just so many connections between the military, between high level politicians, between. You know, if we talk about Klaus Schwab, you know, p- these people in powerful positions like that, and I'm not saying Klaus Schwab exactly, but people in powerful positions make calls to these networks and say, this is going to stop or we're going to do X, Y, and Z. So there's I mean, all it's that. It's
1: One of my strikes on YouTube, and I'm going to be careful how I phrase this, but one of my strikes on YouTube was uh, saying that the 2020 election was manipulated, mm-hmm. uh, which I don't believe in, obviously. But and then you see the, the footage from January 6th that Tucker Carlson released and you start. I, I don't want to get uh, you, but that talking about that. If you if you question yeah. that before Tucker Carlson released that on Fox News, you would get a strike, and you would get uh, labeled as someone who's spreading misinformation. Mm-hmm. And then now you get to see that. Oh wait, maybe we should question this a little bit. Yeah. And then you see what happened—the vaccine that was on w- another one of my strikes, uh, saying that we should question it. Mm-hmm. And then more information comes out, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, maybe. So, if you look at the guidelines on YouTube, you you have to understand that. It's not because they care about misinformation, it's because there's donors behind the scenes that's telling them to spread a certain message. But you sound really confident when you, when you're saying this right now, but this is I really don't want you to get a strike on on YouTube for
0: No no I understand and so. listen I I I we've talked about you know the experimental injection here I'm very much my opinion and I'm saying this because I believe it is people should have a right to do what they want to do but I was thrown off I mean I did a segment on the view during my book tour it was supposed to be in person I couldn't go in person even though I had had covid by the way and I submitted to them proof that I had immunity and a letter from a doctor that said her immunity is better than yours it didn't work. They came to my house. They tested me. I tested negative and it still wasn't enough. I showed up on TV and I was thrown off TV for misinformation simply for saying that the vaccine didn't prevent transmission. So, you know, facts matter. Um, do I believe there's a manipulative machine behind, you know, big tech and behind, um, you know, corporate media and all of that? Sure. And it's issue based, right? It's the vaccine yesterday. It's going to be gender stuff today. It's going to be something else tomorrow. It's going to be climate, the climate change. Of change. Yeah, yeah, of course, because that's the means to control you. And we talked before and I. I talk to the audience about this all the time. By the way, audience, hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button if you enjoy this conversation. I'd appreciate that so much. Climate agenda is the way they're going to control people. That's
1: another one that you can't talk about on YouTube. You, yeah, you can't I've been de- talking about it, though. You so. can't deny it. Well, I don't know. No, I
0: mean, well, listen, regardless of whether the climate is or isn't changing, in my view, um, the question is how much of it is man-made? And then the question of it is what could we actually do about it? And and for me, the more important issue is do I support, you know, controlling people's lives, government control over your life in order to address what the powers that be believe is a changing climate as a result of human behavior? So do I think they're going to utilize that and say, oh, hey, listen, it's in your best interest to not travel? From point A to point B that many times a week, so we're going to digitize this. And if you misbehave, you're going to get a strike and maybe your car doesn't turn on that day, you know, if you have an electric car. Or do I think that's going to happen? Sure. A hundred percent. Do I think we're on the path to that? Yes, I do. Um, Thoughts? He's I, looking at me like, I, how surprised. are you saying this stuff? I'm, I'm surprised. This is
1: why Rumble exists because, <laughs> you know, I don't have to bob and weave all these. I'm thinking about the guideline, guideline misinformation. I'm getting PTSD from being back on YouTube. Yeah. But, hey, if you, if you want to talk about no, it, No, I'm ahead. just,
0: you know, think about it, though. I mean, Andrew Tate talks about, I think, electric cars. He hates electric cars all the time. And I was like, well, yeah, only Nitty would have an electric car because you could shut. Somebody's got to be able to shut that off from the outside, you know, so.
1: Yeah, they could turn off a Tesla whenever they want. Elon does some good things, but electric cars are. You can, they can turn it off when Mm -hmm. they want to, and I think that's what they're going to do with the climate, the next climate change pandemic. They're going to say they're going to turn off your car and be like, you can't go outside right now. You need to be quarantined. You've used, you've admitted too much carbon, so your car is going to turn off. I I bought the the hell the Dodge Hellcat, the last one, and now they're going electric. They're going Greta Thunberg next year. mm -mm. (laughs) They're going Greta Thunberg. They're going. How dare they? (laughs) I finally got the last one. But, I love it. I yeah, think everything. about food,
0: too. We talk about the Eat Bugs campaign. I mean, what if you go to the grocery store and you've just bought too much meat that week? You know, now you got to eat some bugs, I guess, while Klaus Schwab eats big old filet mignon in his house. You know, that's that's coming. That's coming 100 percent. I want to get to the meat of what you talk about on feminism, though, because you have made a lot of women mad. I'm sure you I'm sure a lot of women agree with what you're saying. You know, it's funny. I,
1: I want to tell you sorry. I was just in Prague. I was traveling around uh, Eastern Europe and. I was at a club and I was like hanging out with some friends, and so we're talking to girls, and all the girls are like pretty receptive, stuff so like that. The girls, the, the Czech girls, were were nice, and then I go up to this, uh, these two girls over there, and I start joking back and forth. I'm like, "Where are you from?" You know, just simple conversation. They said, "We're from the DMV." I'm like, "DMV, red flag." They start laughing, blah blah blah, and then they're like, "Oh, where are you from?" Right? I'm like, "I'm from New York." Oh, that's a red flag. I'm like, "New York, that's not a red flag. <laughs> all the great people are from New York. Trump's from New York. We got, it. and then when I said Trump's from New York, <gasps> And then they start turning and whispering to each other. I'm like, oh, no, I got some Wokies.
0: But they <laughs> ended up
1: saying, uh, and then they're like, oh, that's like the alpha male from TikTok. That's the alpha male. I'm like, what? And, I'm like, and I start joking about like, oh, you want me to human traffic you? Like, I'm joking. They're like, I hope you get human traffic. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. And they were like, I like, hope you get human I traffic. Hope you get, imagine good. saying that to another person. I, I can imagine that they would. It was I, funny that the, the only negative interaction that happened, in Eastern Europe was from two Americans. Mm. Was the Western, the westernized TikTok indoctrinated mm-hmm. alpha yep. male? They don't even know like what, <laughs> what my beliefs are. They, I, I've never human trafficked anything. I'm obviously not in support of that, but like they see alpha male, they think trafficker, oh my god, Trump, and they think right. I'm an evil person because of stuff they saw on TikTok. But yeah, it was pretty funny to see in this place the one negative interaction was from American from two American women.
0: So I want to go to Deli. Um, Can you pull that clip from Just Pearly Things? Um, Sneeko was on with Just Pearly and Justin Waller and there was an exchange. We played it here on the show but I want to play it again because it was that good and then we can talk a little bit about misogyny, feminism um, and where we're headed and what it's like to be Sneeko in a dating environment in 2023. I would not want to be you. I'm
1: just going to say that but let's play the clip first. Deli, you got it? We're talking about race and you're like it's giving misogyny.
0: It's no you you are what is calling out
1: the victimization uh, I feel of the race. The vibration. You feel the vibrations okay. of misogyny? <laughs> of yeah, you of your mentality. Your mentality is one of you're a type of man. That's what, what type my, of man. No, sister, they're just here trying to make you look stupid. That's what their job is. What what value do you see? And what what how do you value women? Do you see the value of women? Like are you for feminism? Five no, minutes you did, ago. You didn't I, I said that I'm against you. feminism and I and said why? that I said Vibration. the value of a woman is motherhood is in raising children. No, no, we, I are, I said that we respect mothers. I opened the show by saying that. Okay, go on. So what did I say that makes you think that I'm a misogynist? That's a Serious allegation. I said it's giving misogyny. What is giving misogyny? Your <laughs> vibration. My vibrations? Yeah, the You're vibes. vibrating misogyny <laughs> the right <vibes>. now. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Are you vibrating right. with racism so, too?
0: Do you get call it does this happen? I mean, people look at this stuff and I cover, you know, just pearly i cover content from the whatever podcast and there are people out there that say women like this aren't real you know this is just for a podcast do you in real life ever get confronted by women who no. are like this
1: no never and even like i would say that um, scenario that i just brought up the two girls that were in prague they probably like saw me mm-hmm. and they might see those ideas it doesn't really manifest in real life mm-hmm. uh, that was like one interaction pretty much and no mm-hmm. never i never get approached by people and they're upset no one's ever like i don't I don't have any problems with that. But when you get you put a mic and a camera on them, then they start. There are so many women,
0: though, out there right now, young women, whether they're on social wherever, and they will throw this word out a lot. I mean, there were news articles calling Andrew Tate a self-prescribed misogynist, which is completely untrue. He's never identified a misog- as a misogynist. He's said the complete opposite, actually. But what? why do you think this is? Why is the matrix, why is the system programming women to believe that men who support traditional values who say things like, you know, a woman's greatest role is her being a mother, which I happen to agree with. I have a child. There's nothing bigger and better in the world that I can do beyond creating that beautiful human being. Why are they programming women to see that as misogyny, which actually means the hatred of women?
1: Because it's part of the bigger agenda. They don't want us to have kids. They don't want us to raise families because they know that that's the... That's the happiest state you're ever going to be in is being a mother, being a father, having a family and continuing your legacy. So obviously, if that's your happiest state, they don't want you to be happy. They want you to be controlled. They want you to be scared. If you're depressed, you're more easily programmed. It's very simple.
0: So women are less likely to be attracted to men or are more afraid of men or view men as the bad guy. Uh, You also then have men who are less attracted to women with this like boss babe mentality, women who are promiscuous, all this stuff. There comes the breakdown of the family. There comes an easily manipulated population. Um, That's a great
1: equation. Um, There's a quote, I don't think, I don't know who it's from, but um, I think it's a Greek philosopher said that nudity will destroy society, or promiscuity will destroy society. So you you start allowing porn, you start empowering women to do OnlyFans, and you start... Everyone starts to be sexually liberated, that is the destruction of a society in real time. It happened in Rome mm-hmm. and when they started doing all the same sex stuff. That's that's how when you destroy the family, then everything crumbles. So it, it's very it's very simple stuff, but uh, I like to, to show people like that how easy it is to point out their flaws. Like she she had no reason to call me a massager. She didn't even know why. It was just my presence and what I believe just me sitting there mm-hmm. and not being the, the simp dude that she's used to talking to. Is I, I, I'm I vibrating with misogyny. There's not one thing I said that, <laughs> that was wrong. What does that even
0: mean? It doesn't mean anything.
1: It, it's just nonsense. But she hasn't really been challenged before. Mm-hmm. She's just been... Everybody claps up her lifestyle. She probably posts, like, naked photos on Instagram pretty much. And that is encouraged. So when somebody is against that, there must be something wrong with you. I am the problem. Mm-hmm. But it, it's very easy to dissect.
0: You know, we talk about red pill and manosphere and all that stuff. And how, you know, within that... I know is going to hate that I'm calling it a community, but I, ha- I have no other word to use. Mr. Actually, I Modesty. wanted to
1: read something from Rolo because uh, this, this is part of the reason why I think I, I gravitate towards Islam is because the red pill ideology, I just see the red pill as the truth. I don't think it has to be a specific ideology, but Rolo tweeted something, and this is why I think this is like the step before Islam, because Rolo tweeted, the quickest path to becoming a high-value man, one, do not get married, avoid family creation, vasectomy in your 20s. And then the rest of it is lift, eliminate sedations, like make money, and network. But why the first three steps are get a vasectomy, don't have a family, don't get married? Why? Why would that? How is that a high value? High value in terms of what? Wealth, mm-hmm. status. That's surface. It's that's almost the and that's the main criticism of the red pill ideology is that it's just feminism are on reverse. I, I read that. I'm like, that's exactly what. That's
0: right. Where, where mean, you're promoting because.
1: The women they're promoting promiscuity. I'm a boss bitch babe. My value is my social media and my music career. And then Red Pill guys are like, I'm high value because I have a network and money. No, the highest value is having a family. And he's promoting Red Pill is promoting that you should get a you should get a vasectomy. Yeah, no,
0: that's a terrible idea. It's also deeply creation. unhealthy, by the way. Don't do that. It messes with the way your testosterone is distributed. Separate medical show we can do on that, but it's really bad. Yeah, no, that's, that's I think it's absolutely with you. ridiculous.
1: I mean, I like this, some of the stuff he talks about, but like, what do you? You're gonna really tell guys to fucking get a vasectomy and avoid family create avoid kids this is exactly what the girls talk about i'm mm-hmm. not gonna have kids i'm 35 why are you promoting the exact same thing on the reverse we want to have family that is the happiest state and this is where it becomes kind of this black bleak hole where it's just a response to feminism yeah and, I've and heard it's that dark it's dark it is dark this I, I would recommend and no disrespect to him he's gonna see this and get upset but no disrespect to anybody watching this don't listen to that have kids. Yeah, I don't. This is how society is going to be fixed, is if you get married and have kids. It's
0: the greatest joy, and it's your greatest contribution. To be a mom, you know, I said before, as a woman, there is no, if somebody told me you have to lose your whole career, never be on camera again, and I love what I do because I have these incredible conversations. I feel very lucky to be able to, to do what I do, but if somebody had to choose that, or a husband and a family, I, this mic would be gone so fast, people's heads would spin. I mean, that is my number one. I get no greater joy and no greater sense of accomplishment, and when I see my husband be a good father and a good provider and I know I can lean on him. I mean he's everything to me because of that. Everything else is extra, you right. know, but that is what builds great societies. That's the societies. Purpose. that's the
1: purpose. Not like flexing on social media mm-hmm. some amount of money that's going to make you happy. Oh, I'm high value cuz people on the internet think I'm I have a good network. That's all nonsense. That becomes mm-hmm. secondary. You should want to create wealth and you should want to have a high a good network so you can go and provide for your family more. Mm-hmm. That is our purpose. And I don't understand like how guys in his 50 like 50 and he's He just,
0: is married though. To his credit, he is married. He has a kid. So, so why are I you don't telling I people don't, to
1: not get married, but I
0: wonder if the message there is about. I mean, I have to ask him. He's actually coming on the show with Mike Sartain, um, audience, just so you know, they're coming in a few weeks. But I wonder if it's that, you know, guy, th- the message is actually be smart about who you marry. You know, no, be he said selective. dead of
1: sectomy. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's horrible. That's horrible advice. That I can take like that. Two. I'm glad you brought it up because that'll create a great debate on the show as well. Are you now of the opinion? I don't know how you felt about promiscuity before. Um, But are you of the opinion, I see in Andrew Tate this kind of this rejection of um, hedonism and this rejection of, you know, him saying, I've kind of found a better path here. I found God. I'm I'm not interested in all this other stuff. You know, he's talking a lot about the beauty of a union, a complementary union between man and woman. Yes, based in traditional values, but deeply of respect. And I see him as, you know. Kind of saying goodbye to whatever you know promiscuity. I just don't. I see him in a much more wholesome place, to be honest. And some of that is probably grounded in his conversion. How do you feel about that? Has has the conversion changed your perspective on something like male promiscuity? Which you of course,
1: yeah. And I I wouldn't say I would never get married within the government. I want to clarify that. I think you can get married within the church or within the mosque, but it's not. It's it's not good for a man to get married in the West. Like you'll get. You look at Crowder. He married his wife when they were both virgins. They're both Christian and then she ends up putting out a tape of them having an argument to the media mm-hmm. because he's abusing me emotionally. Like women will very easily get controlled and manipulated by the feminist indoctrination. So I don't think it's worth it to get me- just to protect your assets and to protect yourself and to protect your reputation.
0: Maybe that's what he meant. That may have been what Rolo meant in the, he in also the tweet. Said get, get, vasectomy. get vasectomy is terrible. How could you
1: yeah. Rolo, how
0: <laughs> could you be telling people to get a vasectomy you have a daughter? That yeah. makes no sense. Then you wouldn't have that beautiful daughter that you have. That's terrible advice. Right. And by the way, on Crowder, let me just interject, there's there's a lot coming down the pike and there's a lot of complexity in that story in terms of details that you know we have to remember there's, there's just a lot going on there so I personally I mean your, your opinion is you know I, I'm happy to have you share it on here and please don't ever censor yourself but um, I think there's a lot more to that than just you, you know, feminism some stuff because you worked in well I just I, I, I sometimes and you know, so I yeah, really don't insider even <laughs>
1: well I'm just talking about based on that video yeah. that was, well, like, that, and that things, that was nonsense. the bottom
0: line is for me like things can go public things can get ugly and I would never want um, I, the state is just not a good place to, to do anything I don't trust you know any government involvement in your life keep it to the, the the most minimum that you can the fact that we even have to pay taxes the way we do is like organized theft legalized theft i should right. say they could
1: print as much money as they want but we have to pay taxes we have to pay taxes why why sense. yeah
0: well you know the, the it's only justice when it's in their favor apparently
1: but male promiscuity is a waste of energy and is, is a waste mm-hmm. of time it is uh, i know that a lot of the red pill encourages guys and i do think that a lot of guys Even though it's not the most ideal path for a man, they need to be able to be with some women to understand female nature and to kind of get over that, and I think Mm -hmm. it will help them understand women more. But it's not something that you should be chasing forever because ultimately it's just a waste of time. You're using a woman as a blow-up doll. You're just doing it to satisfy your ego and to get a quick nut. It's chasing nothing. You're not building Mm -hmm. anything. The purpose of sex is procreation, Mm -hmm. and when you're just using it and you're pro-abortion and these girls are taking plan B and you're just engaging in something and she's... You know that women have soul ties with sex, so she's going to be in love with you afterwards, and that's going to be messed up, and she's going to have a higher body count. You are devaluing her. It is a waste. So I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I don't want to be that same person that's chasing this all the time, that's constantly like, oh, but but I need sex Because... It's not contributing anything besides stoking your own ego and filling an empty void. Because the reason that people chase casual sex is because they have a void to fill. I I think that void can be filled by... Things that are much greater.
0: I agree with you 100%. Um, I think that it's the promiscuity journey, I think, is bad on both sides. I think it's more painful for women to experience. I think we, women suffer as a result of that, of not getting the text the next day because we do pair bond much more frequently, much more easily. But I think for guys, it's just a black hole of nothingness, oftentimes. It's a waste of time. It takes your attention away from things that could be way more productive for you. You know, instead of hitting the gym, instead of figuring out your business, instead of getting your life together, you're, you know, drinking and the clubs going home with some girl you don't care about it's just it's it's a waste of time and also damaging in a different way damaging to your life goals damaging to your productivity all of that stuff so i and if fully, you are
1: if a high value man engaging with these women these the type of woman to go home with you the first time of the club is also the same woman That will falsely accuse you of SA and ruin your life. That's correct. That's going to get you fired from your job. That's going to get you canceled on social media. That's going to make you have to fight legal battles. Seriously, the same woman that's easily going to sleep with you is just as likely to go and try to ruin your life Mm -hmm. because she regrets sharing your body with somebody the first night. Is it really worth a nut? Mm-hmm. that risk because that risk we all know what's happening right now people are going to jail over this without any charges people are getting their reputations completely ruined dragged through the mud and girls are incentivized to do it girls will not really check themselves on it a lot of guys are afraid to speak up about it because they get mm-hmm. called misogynistic so is that really worth entering a dating marketplace where women are almost incentivized to do this because they they regret having sex with you so they're just going to accuse you of mm-hmm. rape. i i don't think so
0: Do you think that when I talk about body count and I talk about um, guys caring about that, there's a lot of guys that'll, you know bounce back and say oh that's not true I don't ask I don't care do you still think that the majority of men out there do care about whether a woman has a high body count whether she's had a promiscuous past
1: even if they say they don't care they do care and if they don't care then eventually they'll find out that they should care it does matter and the uh, more times a woman engages with a man she has different expectations she's not going to be as pure she's not going gonna to have different attitudes, and it's not going to be conducive to a better relationship. The more times that a woman shares her body with a man, the her soul is kind of removed from her body. And I, I, I'm serious. Like no, can, I,
0: I agree with you. you I've can, seen it. I have seen it in women. I know. I know what you're talking about.
1: Okay. Yeah. You can look at a girl with a high body count and she kind of has this blank stare, this yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. and it's just yes. like, whoa! What, what's going? Your soul was something tainted you yeah. because all these all these guys that lied to her, that faked a relationship, all the times that she pair bonded and then nothing came of it. Something is wrong about that. I don't think it happens to guys as much, but it it it, it is possible for a guy because then you will have a higher expectation, um, and it's it's a little bit harder to pair bond and you. But for women especially, yes, it does matter. And anybody who denies that is coping. Do you
0: see, like, you're in the dating scene now. I don't know what your dating status is. You don't have to reveal that. But, you know, do you see this level of promiscuity in women when you're out there? Is this the norm? Is it what? – what is it? Because I, I can't believe – I mean, I know I'm kind of a relic, I tell the audience, because I'm, you know, from a different time. But – Women just weren't like this. You know, when I hear these women talking about sex, the way they talk about it and being so loose and forget about the extreme example of an OnlyFans, but even just being like, oh, yeah, you know, I slept with this guy. I don't remember his last name. That was so rare. And those women were kind of marginalized because we were like, oh, God, what a, you know, what a freak. She doesn't care about her own body. Ooh, it was like a bad girl. Like, get her out of she's out of the club, you know, even in New York. Even in New York. Now, remember, I'm 20 years older than you. It was in the 90s, you. like you. are like in the yes. They were not women. Were we were watching shows like Beverly Hills 90210, where the first time someone had sex was a big deal. Right. And like I, I can't. I mean, I didn't. I didn't have a boyfriend until I was 19. I'm embarrassed to say. You know, sometimes. Why would you be but you know what? That's great. I didn't. I didn't have a boyfriend until I was 19, and I was, you know, focused on school and whatnot. But I also just didn't want to be part of that scene. And I always say to people, my biggest mistake was, because one of the contradictions here is that I did marry late. And I did have a baby late. And people say, well, you're preaching all this stuff. And I say, well, first off, I can't say anything was a mistake because I have the most beautiful baby boy and the most amazing husband in the world. So God led me here this way for some reason. But if I could be guaranteed this man and this child, would I have done it sooner? Yes. And my biggest mistake was staying in New York City because what I really wanted was like, you know, a gentleman. and I wanted What got in my ear was not promiscuity. I never had a promiscuous path. I never did that. I never slept with somebody that I didn't care about. I never did any of that crazy stuff, even though people around me were doing it like mad. But I did get in my head about like, you need to be a you need to be a breadwinner. You need to follow the career path. Mm. You need to do all of that. And it really went against my brain, because I wasn't terribly ambitious. I really just liked peace in my life. And I probably I taught for years. I was a school teacher. I didn't choose ambitious paths. I fell into media by accident, really. But once I got there, I was like, am I supposed to be doing all this climbing and all this? And I fought it, you know, even when I met my husband, I was still fighting it because it wasn't part of my, you know, soul. But it's hard to be in a place like New York and not absorb that pressure as a female. Um, And I saw, oh man, I mean, I'm just curious, though, in in, in your experience dating, is this promiscuity we see on these podcasts? Is that do you see that? Is that happening? Are women that promiscuous? Yeah, I would
1: say the average American girl, her body count is equivalent to her age. Pretty much. Oh, my
0: God. I could just vomit. Oh, where's the button? You know about my nasty?
1: I don't. Nasty.
0: Okay, that's me saying nasty, but I coined it. Rolo has it on his. Um, what does he have it on? A switchboard. MLD's got it on. Everybody pulled the nasty, but that is nasty to no, me. It, that's
1: pretty much the average girl now is Ooh, if she's above disgusting. eighteen. Her body count is probably equal to her age.
0: Yeah. Oh my God, I can't. I just, oh wow. Okay. So a lot so. of guys
1: have, have uh, decided to cope with that and just settle with that, even though it's not what they naturally want. Disgusting. But th- that's what it is. I, I read this book recently that was talking about sex in the city, for example. New York City is a giant oh, sign. Yeah. You need to get all, all these women think that they want to be career paths and they're wearing blazers and like, I'm a man too. No one cares. They'll be like, I'm going to a business meeting. <laughs> really? Are you, sweetie? I don't care. <laughs> I just, like, what? It's a
0: business meeting. <laughs> they're not happy though. No, they're I, not happy. It, it's all cope.
1: They, they really want to raise children and have kids, but they're, they've been programmed and the truth about Sex in the City and a lot of these magazines from like the early 2000s the truth is these women who were promoting this and selling this they were happily married at home and they knew what they were doing that's right Sex in the City turned an entire generation of New York women into whores who wanted to have careers? Who were getting SCDs? Who were running around? I'm independent, and then they yep. become childless Chelsea Handler people at like 45, and they're like, "What? Why did I? Why did I buy into this? Who told me this? It was shows like Sex and the City. And it was the books they were yeah. reading. It was all these cosmeto- Cosmopolitan magazine selling mm-hmm. this lifestyle of being an independent, like city going whore. Like it, that. Those shows promote that, and it's like fun to watch. Whatever you watch, I watched like one episode of Marc's girlfriend. Where we're just watching the show, and you just yeah, you know, really? This is... They're all in their 30s just running around dating. I know.
0: It's, it's, so, it's sad. It's very it, sad. It's a very,
1: very hollow, empty life. Yeah. And they market it as if it's cool, and as if it's what you're supposed to be doing. But in reality, it was made by people who are happily married at home, mm-hmm. laughing at all the damage that they're doing. It's a and, You know, I out. think
0: my generation of women were brainwashed and really did have a maternal instinct that, you know, society, you know, New York City, these woke cities were trying to, you know, compress. Oh, no, this isn't what you want. You know, wreck this and go and, you know, spend your time buried in a cubicle somewhere. But this current generation of women, there's too many of them that read as dead inside to me. Like, it doesn't seem like their instinct is intact anymore. They no longer want to be maternal. It's like it's been beaten out of them for like two extra decades now since I was young. And they, don't want it anymore. They're increasingly selfish. They're I don't need a man. They're they're disconnected from their womb, I say, in a a frightening way where they, they know they're not saying, oh, you know, I don't I don't need a man because they've been programmed. They're saying it because they actually feel that way now because they're changed These women are a different breed, I feel like, than the ones that were initially brainwashed by the sex in the city. I don't know if you feel that way. You encounter them much more than I do now. But they read as dead inside in many respects.
1: There's a lot of people who just say Western women are not even real. Like, they don't even exist. (laughs) When you go out and travel the world, you're like, what about American girls? Just straight up tell me, American girls aren't real. They're, they're not. They don't even exist. They're not allowed here. Their souls are too corrupted. There's no point it's in sad. even engaging with them. It's over.
0: It's very sad. It wasn't always like that. I mean, right. I can tell you even just when I was younger, it was not like that. I want to ask you about um, destiny. You have um, not destiny as in fate. Destiny as in blue hair. Destiny. Um, destiny Stephen has. Bottle <laughs> yeah, he's been on here a bunch. Um, you guys have had some pretty intense debates. I also had his wife on, Melina.
1: Um, I'm going to have her on stream in a couple days, I think.
0: Yeah. They live very differently. They see the world very differently. You're one of the few guys in this space that will debate Destiny. I have approached many, just so you know, many guys in this space that won't debate at all or specifically won't debate him. And you'll do it. Why do you do it?
1: He's tough. And I, I think I've learned a lot. And I like debate. I like getting better. I've debated him like maybe over 10 times since I started streaming and uh, I've noticed a lot of the blue hair tactics and I've been able to <laughs> blue hair tactics. It. yeah it, it's, a, it's a good way to get better at uh, bobbing and weaving and I do enjoy the um, it's it's stimulating intellectually to engage in debate I think it's important to have these conversations if you have really hard hitting opinions you should put them on the table and be willing to challenge them but at the same time there's people that he's not willing to debate like Ryan Dawson mm. uh, for example I went that's to go,
0: interesting too I saw that the other day yeah
1: I went to go visit him in Japan and that was a big wake up call to how different the, the women are in Japan than than in the West. Like the Japanese women are just completely feminine, submissive. There's no uh, there's no whole culture. There's no club culture. Really, there's no one I stand culture. The women there are. What like one eighty different from the women here, and that's why Ryan Dawson moved there. That's like, mm. so that he could be away from all of that. So he could be away from he saw MLDs
0: like, over there too.
1: Yeah, MLD. I visited him too, and mm-hmm. the same. He's there for the same reason. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, uh, Destiny. Uh, he, I think now he's going to debate about Ukraine or something like that. But that's I actually found Ryan Dawson from his debate with Destiny.
0: So, what do you say to critics who will say the reason that you want women like that is because you want to control them? Your response.
1: Well, women want to. Be led by their man. Like that word, control, is just used to make you seem like an evil misogynist. Mm-hmm. But that's just like a happiest, the happiest state of a woman is serving her husband. So Mm -hmm. that doesn't have to be a bad thing. It's like, you just want to control me. Like, well, don't you want to be led by your husband? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, it's just the words you use, just the choice. That words have become triggers because when I first got into this space, they
0: even I had to like catch myself like serves or submissive. The words women have been trained, even me, because I grew up in New York City, because I was in media, you're trained to get triggered by words you actually have to catch yourself and sit back and say, "Well, I remember my first interview with Rollo and he words like submission. I was like, "What are you talking about?" But I sat back and I was looking at my life and I was like, "I'm perfectly happy to sit back and be like, "Babe, whatever you think is best." You know, they do what you, you know, my husband, but do whatever, do whatever. Whatever you think is best, I'm fine with that." You know, that's how I live naturally. That is submissive, but the word has gotten into women's heads where now modern women in particular hear the word submissive and they're like, they imagine they're going to be cuffed to the, to the stove. You know, they imagine that it's going to be something that's forced upon them as opposed to something that's elective and that they'll actually enjoy because it takes a burden off of them. It's really interesting. And,
1: ironically enough, though, they would be happier cuffed to the stove <laughs> than doing anything else that woke ideology telling them to do. <laughs> like Tom Brady's wife, for example, it, like look at her now. Like After she got through the divorce, she like shaved her head and then she got yeah. fat. She's like on a magazine <laughs> she, she wearing Sam fat. Smith's Satan can it close? Like, I'm independent. Like, okay, whatever. You look weird. Like, raise your kids. You yeah. are happy. I don't know. They, they have this belief that they need to be independent so bad. But independent of whom? Independent of your husband. Trust me, the streets are cold. You don't want to be out there. You're going to get bored after a month and after the social media dopamine wears off and people stop applauding you for being an independent queen. Trust me. It's just not... Why are you doing that? You're doing this to satisfy your ego and the temptations. I
0: can't tell you the resistance I got when I was younger. Um, it was wild. Even back then, you know, I had really good female friends. I didn't have any, you know, crazy female friends, but people that I'd meet would be like, What do you mean you don't wanna like travel without your boyfriend? I'd be like, Why do I need to do that? I don't wanna do that. Or what do you mean like even liberal guys would say to me oh you need to go and explore you can't just be with one guy you need to go and explore I don't want to what do is that ex- you know explore
1: see this is Wreck why yourself, words are tricky essentially
0: explore means whore it does explore that's exactly just what means what they means take a bunch of dick that's exactly what they meant that I was somehow going to need to find myself or I would have some deep regret if I didn't go down that path but I got so much resistance to even out. the simplest things of just you know wanting a simple life or why do you want to be simple that's dumb you could do so much more I mean it's just it's incredible what's this society has done to women because the things that we crave women are happiest when we're at peace women are happiest when we have calm so just people are happy you when know at peace. right but you know in my house when there's chaos like i want my husband to brave that storm i don't want i i i can't I, it it will frazzle me in a way that it doesn't frazzle him because i do believe men and women are different so i think that women have now you know they want to be men in a way they want to they want to live like a man they want to you know oh it's a man's world so i have to be a man and, in, and, and they're unhappy. They're crumbling. They're at work. They're on antidepressants. They're on anti-anxiety medication. And it's just so sad if they would just sit back and reflect and say, I'm different. I'm not a guy. I have different needs. I have different hormones. I have different desires. Let me get in touch with my body and my biology and just screw society. You know, I wish they would do that, but it doesn't seem like it's moving in that direction. I want to get to the chat. We have a bunch in here. Delhi, is this updated? Yep. Okay. Carrie gave 14 bucks, Nico, you said you want to go into making movies. You should make a Red Pill movie. Let modern day women see what regular men go through every day. Would you do a Red Pill movie?
1: I do want to. It's just uh, I'm actually writing it right now. And that's why I've been traveling the world to try to get more ideas and try to be alone and be able to write. Because I think when you're wrapped up in social media all the time, there's a lot of distractions. You don't get to tap into that creative process properly. Mm. But I've been trying to. I think that's the next step is, uh, you know, I was banned did the streaming thing i know my truth now or, or not my truth but i know what i believe in now i know what my purpose is so it's time to to graduate to the to the next step so yeah this rep. but i i well, i'm very careful about wanting to repeat other movies cuz right now every time i write down um the character it just seems like Travis Bickle from Ta- taxi driver <laughs> <laughs> or I'll write the script and then the script is just very similar to the Matrix in ninety nine. So I just I don't want to be able to repeat because right. all the movies right now are just recreations of old movies. Even yeah. the movie Joker is pretty much the taxi driver redone. So mm-hmm. I, I want to make something original. And yeah, a Red Pill movie, there there is a big space. Like someone needs to, to do that. and I think I, I well I, I know I will do it.
0: Ingrid Delgado gave twenty bucks. Hey Jed and Sneeko, big fan of you both. I'm a twenty six year old single mom. My husband passed away two years ago, and mm. I desire to be married again. What would you suggest for me to become attractive and marriageable again in a man's eye? That's a unique situation, to be 26 and have a husband pass away. We're sorry to hear about that, Ingrid. That's an unfortunate tragedy. But do you have advice?
1: I think already the way you say it, the fact that she's saying it that way, I think she'll be able to find a husband. I think she'll be able to... I think it just depends on what you think and where you, how you present yourself and what you producer of the world, like how how are you it's very important to, to have the right energy. And I think a guy will be able to recognize that and I think she'll find someone.
0: Yeah, and you know, it did read very kind of warm and honest. So I, I would think take her out. carry that energy with you. Oh, there you go. Sneak would take you out. <laughs> carry that energy with you. Um, you know, you, it's it's a very different thing what you've experienced. It is a tragedy to suffer and I don't think that, you know, a good quality man's gonna hold that against you. I really don't. Uh, we got fifty bucks here from D. Athula. We have Watch Flower for 20 bucks. Nico Vice President Pence finally testified to the federal grand jury in reference to January 6th. Trump unsuccessfully tried to block VP Pence's testimony. Wow. Do you think Trump will be indicted by special counsel Jack Smith and the DOJ? So basically, the question is do you think Trump's getting an indictment by the DOJ?
1: I hope not. But if they do, it's obviously because they don't want it to run again. And we'll see. I don't want to, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not sure, but I hope yeah, not.
0: It's possible. It is possible, especially. Let me say this. It's more and more likely the more he rises in the polls, let's just say that. It's if he you know he's now DeSantis's DeSantis was rising and now DeSantis is not high at all. The the more popular he is, the more likely it would be my opinion. Magic, uh Mike Magic gave twenty bucks. Mm, w woman. Is that I don't know what that is. That's means. a good thing. W woman? Yeah.
1: What does that mean? That means win woman. Like you, you could.
0: Oh, okay. W woman choosing her man and kids over social media. Your girlfriend shouldn't be on social media. <laughs> the media will target them because a woman is every man's weakness. The woke want to indoctrinate women into leaving their man by temptation. Well, that's true. They want to break up relationships, break up families. We know that. Iron Frame gave 20 bucks. Rolo is pointing out that marriage today is in an unconscionable contract for men. The point about a vasectomy isn't about not having children. It's about protecting your from getting wrecked by having a kid. Okay, okay. Can't I know afford. you're defending
1: him, but literally getting a vasectomy prevents you from having children. So saying don't have children. Yeah. Be childless. It's not always reversible either. Like yeah,
0: people say it's reversible. It's not always reversible, just so you know that. It's, know, t- it's bad advice. The
1: same people that talk about trans surgeries and talk about girls on birth control and how mm-hmm. pro- are also saying get a surgery so that your sperm doesn't work. Mm. That's it's just terrible advice.
0: You should get a marriage, you know, and you can watch. I think PBD did an interesting um, clip with me about I asked him about marriage, and he said if you don't get married, married you're going to be miserable and it's the truth I think if you grow old alone that is not a path that anyone is going to be happy doing I don't care what you know Chelsea Handler and her big old bottle of wine tell you and it's the same for men because women bring something to the table as well you know as you age you're going to want that compassion you're going to want that nurturing energy you're going to want that person by yeah, your side
1: that advice from Rolo sounds like the male version of Chelsea Handler but
0: he has a wife and a child and so and I don't which doesn't it. make
1: any sense like it's that, like the sex and the city writers promoting a lifestyle that they're not living mm. why would you tell guys to not have kids and Not get married when you are that. Mm. It makes no sense. It's like, oh, but I'm a high value man. I got a network, bro. Who cares? When you die, no one's gonna be at your funeral. This network isn't gonna be there. Your I think he's talking there.
0: about the laws, the legal system as it relates to marriage and men. And maybe there was some sarcasm there, Rollo, about the vasectomy. I'm hoping, man. I'm I'm trying to help you out, brother. But it's you're a, the, have what's to... the sar-
1: The quickest path to becoming <laughs> a high the value sarcasm? man. Do not get married. Avoid family. Not even get a vasectomy. Number two on his list of being a high value man. Avoid family creation. <laughs> well, uh, I, know, I know you want to defend him so bad. You're like, maybe he's sarcastic. Maybe, maybe. Number two, because I two, can't
0: because I know he loves his family. It doesn't make any sense. Avoid family creation. <laughs> I can't be that happy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what, <what's> the- <laughs> I'm done helping you out, Rolo. I'm done. I'm I don't know you're trying to dissect that. Listen, <laughs> I'm
0: done trying to help you. Whatever. You got yourself into a mess. You're to have to dig yourself out. You know we're going to be on Rolo. Rollo's going to have this clip on Sunday. I'm sure we're ripping us both, but whatever it is, what it is. We love you, Rolo, but, you know, that's not good
1: be no, I like what, a lot of what he says. That's just <laughs> that is that's not objectively good. terrible advice. Yeah, I
0: would agree. I would agree. Scott Aragon gave 20 bucks. Shout out to the homie Sneeko and Jedediah for doing all this and helping these lost females. <laughs> And lost men. You know, don't forget. Everybody always says, "Red pill." Oh, you guys are so tough on women. Tough on women. You guys are tough on men too. I'm when- um,
1: brutal on men. I have a lot of, lot of angry autistic schizo. These guys in my chat all day long. They're they're wow, and they get in my Discord. They're angry, and I I'm like a babysitter for incels. But when we're trying to. So. I'm trying to we're trying to get better you know it's a constant growth for all of us
0: so we're gonna be wrapping up in just a few minutes but I want to um ask you what what's next for you like what do you want first of all, what do you want out of life do you I, I'm guessing based on what we talked about you would love to be married one day to have children one day. what do you want to do you're at rumble but what 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 do you what are the plans that you can share
1: I want to become the artist of my generation there's a a great lack of art right now, and I think that we're in desperate need of that. I think art brings everybody together, and it, it gives culture the sort of impact that makes everybody think in, a, in the correct way, and it inspires, inspires people. Art is really important, and art sucks now there's nothing. Like, the oh, Super Mario movie. It's just all the movies are just a recreation of something that was done 10 years ago. Ghostbusters. Female Ghostbusters. <laughs> Star Wars 30. Harry Potter 28. Like, uh. here's Batman again for the third time. Every, it's just nothing is new. There's nothing hitting anymore. Mm-hmm. Everything is a recreation of something else. And so I want to be able to innovate and create something that's impactful to the culture and people could look at and be like, this represents a mentality at this time. Instead of going into the movie theater and just seeing the same indoctrination, seeing something that you agree with because all the movies are politicized now i want to create something that is different and inspires and is something great because like the the streaming stuff like that you know after a while it gets repetitive and like i I figured out the truth i started streaming a year ago almost like a year ago to this day uh, not really knowing what the truth was not having a clear direction i found that within a year so how much more can i really talk about i can keep repeating the same talking points and keep telling people this but that's going to get old and you know I'm very young. I have a long way to go. And I want to keep on finding my true potential. If I could have grown this much in a year from streaming and created the network that I have, um, met the type of people that I've met, be able to go on shows like – amazing shows like this, then my potential is – I don't want to just give up now and then become this black – hole. like I don't want to be tweeting, avoid family creation. Mm -hmm. I I want to create a family and I want to create art. I want to continue to grow and inspire. And I want to – I I want to make an impact on the culture. I think that's really important. So I I want to be the the artist of our generation.
0: Yeah, I mean, you can't win the war if you lose the culture. I mean, you can't. You know, they're winning. The left is winning when it comes to the culture war. Absolutely. And you can't. there needs to be a big pushback on that so um, we have two more chats that just came in I want to get to and then after this guys we're going to shut the chat Deli that's the last chat we'll do just let everyone know Billy Huang says for 20 bucks I love Rola Tomasi but disagree with the vasectomy comment also the best list to become a high value man came from MLD make money make muscles learn game hold frame I don't know how you feel about that, but that's MLD. MLD's not in the house today. I'm surprised. Gonna have to yell at him. Amber Lang, give 20 bucks. I'm a 25-year-old woman. I started OnlyFans with my boyfriend who recently left me for another girl. That's what she's saying. Listen, she started with a boyfriend. Wait, wait. She started with a boyfriend. The boyfriend left her for another girl, and now I don't think I can date again. What what would you suggest? Listen, (laughs) Seiko, I... I, I don't know what Sneeko's going to say here, but what, what do you suggest, Sneeko? I don't think you can date. Um, Depends. What was she doing on The OnlyFans? Yeah, I mean,
1: it must have been pretty heavy yeah, stuff. it was that bad. That Listen. Can't. If it was boyfriend, <laughs> that she, she was fucking on those. Amber, on, if
0: you're doing the nasty on The OnlyFans, she was. you're going to have a hard time Getting somebody after that—that's not nasty. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how to say it nicely, but if you're looking for some high-value stuff, if he can scroll and see that you got a past of, you know, spreading the gams on on OnlyFans, that's not going to go so well for you. You got to stop doing that. You got to stop doing it. I'm telling you, man. I mean, do what you want; it's your life. But OnlyFans on your resume—she knows she problem. has to
1: stop. But now she's like,
0: I would. Uh... And what a what a what a dude, man! Start the OnlyFans, make some money with her, and then go leave her for somebody else. <laughs> He's probably, does he have an OnlyFans with somebody else now? Did oh. he like get a, an OnlyFans that makes more cash? You think, Deli? It's oh man, it's his type. It's his type. <laughs> it's his type. OnlyFans girls. is his type. Yeah. Just one OnlyFans girl. So nasty. Ooh, God, I can't even imagine. I, I can't. I think. I never feel older than when I talk about these girls. I'm like, what is going on in society?
1: I'm so used to it. It's just normal to it's me. It's normal yeah. to you.
0: It's not to me. You see, that's why I'm like, I'm fainting. Deli's young too. You're the same age, right? 23. 23. 24. Oh. Okay. Yeah, so youngins and then me. Well, Sneeko, <laughs> I want to thank you. This was a great discussion. I heard a clip of you once saying that you weren't going to go on a female podcast. Do you know what I'm talking about? I saw that. I saw a clip of it. I didn't bring it, but I did see. I saw some some of you cut, probably chopped up, edited. God knows the context might have been different. I've been on a lot. Of, I was saying on Pro wasn't show. Saying he was going to be on a female podcast, and I was like, "Oh, really? We're going to get him on here. We'll see how he feels." Did you enjoy yourself?
1: I did enjoy myself. I did. I say that I've been on Leia's podcast a million times. I Pro's know podcast. that's why I
0: was like, "What's he talking about?" Somebody said to me a while ago, what, before because we've been in talks to do this conversation for, for a while. while. Yeah. So, but whatever. I, it was a psyop,
1: I think. Psyop. The, the uh, maybe WBS. they.
0: Maybe it was AI. That could yeah, be too. Yeah. I wouldn't <laughs> put it past these. You know what's? All right. Well, thank you for being here here i Thanks appreciate it me. thank you for looking out for me by the way and always being like um i'm afraid you're gonna get censored or they're gonna
1: strike you <laughs> i love it <laughs> you don't care i mean you can find me on rumble rumble.com slash Sneeko.
0: there you go i was gonna say if you want to plug anything you yeah, want to plug free your rumble. rumble and what about you're on twitter you're on instagram yep. you're
1: on twitter and instagram at Sneeko. and yeah rumble i'm starting to live stream again i'm going to do the daily live stream so yeah tune in there eight, 8 o'clock tonight
0: 8 p.m yeah. uh-oh Delia, you going to be a guest? No, just kidding. All right. Everyone, thank you so much for joining us. Nico. Thank you so much for being here. I will be back. I'm not going to be here on Friday, guys. Um, I have to do a 72-hour fast, if you would believe it, to try to get these mold toxins out of my body. I'm not happy about it. I'm going to be hangry. I'm going to cry. My husband's going to have to put a, a nice wet cloth on my forehead while I be very female. But um, I'll be back on Monday. Maybe a couple of pounds lighter, even though I don't want to be. But I'll be here. And hopefully, I'll be less toxic. Everyone, see you Monday. Bye.